0: Welcome to Rama for Today Radio.
1: But faith will grow by feeding it and exercising it. In other words, we feed upon God's Word and then we exercise our faith or act on God's Word. Act that faith. We have to be doers of the Word, not hearers only, for the Word to work for us. You know, James said, but be ye doers of the Word, not hearers only. Now, doers of the Word means that we act upon the Word.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. This month we're going to hear this inspiring message from Kenneth E. Hagan. This will be a great month of teaching. Also, later in today's program, I will tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan with today's message. Jesus said, you
1: know, for verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain be thy removed and be thy cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe those things which he saith shall come to pass he shall have whatsoever he saith then in the 24th verse he said therefore I say unto you what things soever you desire when ye pray believe that you receive them and ye shall have them now these two verses of scripture are my favorite verses in the Bible I guess the reason they are that these verses are the verses that brought me off of the bed of affliction praise the Lord now uh, faith is must be fed upon God's word a lot of people wonder why they're not growing in faith well many times they're not feeding on God's word but faith will grow by feeding it and exercising it In other words, we feed upon God's Word and then we exercise our faith or act on God's Word, act that faith. We have to be doers of the Word, not hearers only, for the Word to work for us. You know, James said, but be ye doers of the Word, not hearers only. Now, doers of the Word means that we act upon the Word. Well, that involves these scriptures here that we're talking about just as much as any other scriptures, doesn't it? We act upon these scriptures simply reading the word or even just uh, meditating the word meditating on the word will not build faith it will build a capacity for faith but faith is only built when that word becomes a part of our daily use our daily conduct a part of our daily speech that's when faith grows when that word becomes a part of our daily conduct a part of our daily use a part of our daily speech then that's when faith grows now as faith grows Satan's dominion over us wanes circumstances become less formable and fear is destroyed I think nearly everybody sort of longs for the day when they could be delivered from fear we have so many fears and and uh, it isn't just uh, lay members ministers too I mean I know after I was a minister for a number of years I was still bound by certain fears but it's been so many years since I've had any kind of fear until I it seems now like I never was afraid of anything or never had any kind of a fear I know the time can come praise God that fear is destroyed and a thing of the past fear is destroyed as your faith grows you begin to possess your rights in Christ you begin to take what belongs to you at first you began to take the things that uh, you merely hoped for before you hoped for money now by faith you have it and uh, whatever it is you've said yes by his stripes I am healed but I'm sick a lot of folks say that well you see you've agreed that the word's true but you've not acted upon it because you said I'm sick if you'd acted upon the word you'd said the word says by stripes I'm healed and I'm not sick that would have been acting upon the word are you hearing me and then your symptoms would have disappeared what has happened is that you've just merely agreed that the Bible is true Well, you can agree that the Bible is true all day long and that won't affect your disease. It's when you act upon the Word of God that the Word becomes real to you. So you can reach the place by acting upon God's Word, knowing what it said, that all you do is just simply look up and say, Father, I thank Thee because Thy Word says by Thy stripes I'm healed and so I know I'm healed and act upon that scripture. I remember way back when I was Baptist minister, young Baptist minister, because I'd received light on healing, I didn't know there's such thing as a full gospel movement. I never heard the name full gospel or assemblies of God. I I didn't know such thing existed. I didn't really know that anybody else in all the world believed in divine healing except me. I'd never run into anybody believed in healing except me. And I could remember back there as a young Baptist boy preacher when any kind of a symptom would, would, would attack my body I'd stop that very minute and just start laughing out loud now if I was around somebody would, but I mean if it's by myself because you know they'd think you're nuts <laughs> and so and then I'd say to the devil well now Satan don't you know you can't put that on me don't you know that the word of God says I'm healed the Bible said that himself took my infirmities and bare my sicknesses. And I declare on the authority of God's word that I'm well. And so see, I'd stand against sickness just like I'd stand against the temptation to sin. Are you hearing me? We need to take a stand against that which doesn't belong to us. And that certainly doesn't belong to us, does it? Anything of the end and I just continued to praise God and then I'd, then I'd do something else I remembered reading there in James where it said count it all joy when you fall into divers temptations well I knew here that temptation isn't, doesn't just mean in the sense we think of being tempted to sin but temptation means trial or test count it all joy and of course a temptation to sin is a trial or test but count it all joy when you fall into divers or different tests or trials. How many folks do that? And so I'd just start, I'd count it joy. I'd count it joy. Say, thank God for this test. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You say, you Baptist? Oh, yes, yes. Praise the Lord. And I'd just go to praising God with all the fervor. And some way or another, sometime or another, in the midst of the praising God, the symptoms would all disappear and leave me. Then I can remember, and of course this was after I received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and we married and our children came along, and when they were small, sometimes you know, something would attack their body. I like something that one lady said here one day in a testimony meeting, every time those children got sick it made me mad. I'd just get mad at the devil. I'd go after him just hammer and tongs most of the time when I deal with the bedside the first thing I do would start praising God now I'm not praising God because children are sick or have a fever but I am praising God for another opportunity to believe his word because you see it's acting on God's word that causes my faith to grow I am praising God for the test and I'll be honest with you about eight times out of the ten out of ten while I was praising God, I never did get to pray for them. They'd always get the healing while I was praising God. I, I remember one time particularly, I was kneeling by the bedside. That little girl was sick. She had fever. And, and, and there while I was thanking God for the test, thanking God for the privilege, because he said, count it all joy and you fall into diver's temptation. The diver's tests of trials, and this is a test and a trial, isn't it? Isn't it? Amen. And and I was joyous about it. He said, "Count it all joy." And while I was yet rejoicing and laughing, I I felt suddenly I had my hand on her forehead, and I felt suddenly felt her go cool. She was hot, you see, just cool down under my hand. And and I felt so disappointed. I didn't even get to pray about it. (laughs) I didn't even God's moment. Didn't even get to pray about it. And that happened about eight times out of (laughs) ten. We just didn't get to pray much about it. They just we'd we'd start off that way, and they'd, they'd always get the healing. Well, that was actually faith acting on the Word, wasn't it? Amen. Because the Bible did said, count it all joy when you fall to divers, temptations, or let's read it this way, tests or trials, and that's certainly a test, and that's a trial. I'd rather been sick myself than my children be sick. I'd consider it a greater trial, hadn't you? A little child. Well, thank God for the Word. And so it's wonderful just to be able to look up and say, Father, I thank Thee that I am what You say I am, you say, I'm healed, so thank God I'm healed. Praise the Lord. I am healed. Believing, friends, is possessing. The Bible said, he that believeth hath. He's not going to get it. Somebody said, I believe I'm going to get it sometime. That's not Bible believing. He that believeth hath. He has it. He has it because he believes. Faith grows in the atmosphere of the confession of the Word of God. Now, we're not talking about the confessing of sin. If we have done wrong, we confess it and He forgives us. But I'm talking about the confession of what we are in Christ, the confession of what Christ is in us, the confession of what the Word of God says belongs to us. And that confession of our lips that's grown out of faith in our heart certainly puts us over that mountain or that insurmountable something that seems to stand between us and victory. Well I thought that I uh, was doing enough teaching along this line and maybe even too much some folks think so but uh, the Lord spoke to me some time ago and said I want you to do more teaching you're not doing enough along this line because the church is sadly lacking. And then the Lord said to me about this verse here in Mark eleven twenty three, 23, and I had noticed it before the Lord priest from it hundreds of times. Whosoever shall say and not doubt in his heart, but shall believe those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. And I had noticed it, but he said to me, Did you notice that that mentions believing one time and saying it three times? And I hadn't paid any particular attention, but I, I looked real good uh, again, and that, that's right. It only mentions believing once, but that one verse of Scripture mentions saying, say, saith, saith. Three times. And then he whispered to my heart, he said, you're going to have to do three times as much preaching and teaching about saying it as you do believe in it. Because my children, our Christians, are not failing in the believing, they're failing in the saying.
0: Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Let's join our special guest hosts, Craig Hagan and Denise Hagen burns Well, the offer this month is a DVD by our grandfather, Reverend Kenneth e. Hagen, Hagan, called The Manifestations of the Glory of God. Not only that, we're going to give them four different CDs from our recent camp meeting by all the family.
1: Family ministry. Yeah,
0: family <laughs> ministry, like we said. And the first one is surely God will bring it to pass and then our mom keeping the fire burning on the inside of you my message I preached have faith in God and the message you preach: living a God conscious life so four CDs and, and a DVD for $26.95 that's an $8 savings so if you like the product offer you can email us or, or whatever call toll free 1-888-FAITH-99 again call toll free one eight 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 faith 99 You can also order online at rhema.org That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G rhema.org Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries our address is P.O. Box 50126 Tulsa, Oklahoma 74150 We always love to hear from our listeners so write in or email us today And become a part of RAMA for Today. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rama.org. Thanks for listening to RAMA for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.